I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's Zurich Classic. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, hello to you. Hello to you, Rick. Kind of a round one and a half recap. Yeah, we've been getting on this trend of we start the pod or, you know, the coverage goes off air, we start the pod or we get to sunset and golf is not done. That's that's where we're at here. A two and a half hour weather delay pushed everything back. So as we speak, plenty of golf still to be played. Plenty of golf. Uh, it was a weird day for me in terms of following golf. Uh, my wife is out of town, so I've got all the kids. We wow. spent we spent uh, three hours at HEB, and what is HEB? Oh, Rick. <laughs> Does producer producer Josh? Do you have any insight here? Can you offer anything? I am familiar, but I don't have them where I live. Okay, so it's, it's like I imagine if it's in Texas and it's a grocery, it's like a big grocery store. Do you do you know Central Market? No. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, um, Kroger. Mm -hmm. We're getting closer. It's like a good. It's like if Kroger was good. Is it like a Wegman's? No, I don't know Wegman's. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what is, is that how, how, is that a normal grocery shopping trip or is this just chaos up and down every aisle to spend that long there? Well, we, yeah. So we usually do grocery pickup with just having all the kids and everything. It makes it a lot simpler, but that's my wife's preference. I actually like taking them. I like getting out. I like picking the food. I think it's like, if you go to a bad grocery store it's a bad experience but if you go to a good grocery store like heb it's actually a very good experience for the most part i mean the three-year-old gets a little antsy but 
I like picking out food. I think it's a meaningful thing. And uh, we spent like the equivalent to fifth place money at the Zurich Classic uh, on our groceries today. But uh, yeah, it was it now, was fantastic. Do you have to set guidelines? Because I remember growing up, I always had like, okay, you get like 10 bucks. You can get anything you want for 10 bucks. But like, that's it. Like, you're not going to pick up every box of cereal. Like, like, have, do they have guidelines on like little special treats they can get for them? Yeah, yeah, they do. So it's less about the money and more about the the amount of. So they have HEB has uh, these sort of bins where you can like mm -hmm. pull the lever or like scoop the scoop it out. You know, gummy bears or whatever. And so they're limited to like a, a small amount of one of those things. So actually three of them chose gummy bears today. The other chose uh, like malt balls or something. Now you uh, think that they would team up, diversify and share, but that does not sound like it. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> diversification is not their, uh, their business acumen is not strong right now. So we'll, we'll work on that. Well, you know whose business acumen is strong? That of Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay. Wow. They are at it again. They shot a Friday 63. I said that right. In alternate shot, which is, we think, the lowest alternate shot score ever, KP. In, like, the history of golf? Well, no. In this event. I, yeah, imagine, this, I imagine there is better. Yeah. So this event, it was uh, Rom and and uh, everybody's favorite uh, number one player in the world partner, yes. Brian Palmer, back yeah. in 2019. They shot 65. And then last year, Gary Kigo and Brandon Grace shot 65. So this is the best score ever by two strokes. It's the best score of the day by three strokes. It was nearly the best score of the day by four strokes. Uh, there was a team that shot 66 uh, behind them. I, I guess we're not finished yet, but this is extraordinary. I mean, to go out in 30 with one, two, three, f five threes on the, the back nine of the course, their front nine, no bogeys. You made 10 threes on the day. I mean, well, I, this it doesn't make sense. This is a this is a four ball score. It's not an alternate shot score. Yeah, you were saying this is the best score. It was almost the best score of the week. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, if they if they posted this in best ball yesterday, they only would have been beaten by six teams. I, yeah. I, it's it's hard to explain how insane this is. And it comes from the team that you kind of would. If someone was going to go out and shoot a 63 today, this would have been the team that was on the top of your list of, of guesses. And it moves them up 54 spots as we sit here right now. They are two shots off the lead. Uh, they're in at 14 under par. They beat John Daly and David Duvall by 20. Daly and Duvall went out in 45. Cantley and Xander went out in 30. Which is which is is wild. I mean, they gained. I this will be. I, I don't know what the number is right now, but they gained seven and a half strokes on the field at the time they finished, or around the time they finished. And you know, I was looking last year, Rick, and they were. They shot 59-68 in the first two rounds last year, so they were right. 17 under through two rounds, which is very good. They went on to set the scoring record at this tournament, 29 under. This year, they're 14 under. They did it very differently, though, right? They shot uh, 67 yesterday? Yeah. 67-63. So they almost flipped the 
uh, well, they did flip like which one was the lowest score, which is so unusual. I mean, the, it, it is it, if you don't follow golf very, very closely, it's hard to describe how preposterous shooting 63 and alternate shot is. Yeah. And you just the alternate, you know, if you didn't watch today or if you're not wa- like I, I encourage everybody to you know watch at least nine holes of alternate shot. Right. I mean, you see so many scenarios where a guy doesn't putt for like 45 minutes or a guy doesn't hit a driver for like 45. And it's like this, it's so bizarre and so hard on a week in week out day in day out basis where these guys are getting into a rhythm with every swing. And now they're forced to sit on the sidelines for half the shots. And then the other half of the shots, they are forced to whether it's hit a recovery shot or just hit from where their partner put them. It is like, it really is hard to describe how difficult this format is. Well, and and I think it, one thing that's hard to kind of wrap your mind around, at least for me, having, you know, we play golf and we played high school and college sports and, and just this idea of almost treating each shot as this singular uh, event, like, which sounds weird because every shot is a singular event, but it's just such a different thing when you're not hitting the next shot. And that's essentially what you were just saying. It's almost like... um and at bat in baseball and it's, uh, but it, but just if an at bat was just one pitch, <laughs> right? Like and it, somebody it, else it, came in. Yeah. Yeah. For the second so, pitch. Sorry, it's just, Kyle, you're down. Oh, and one good luck. <laughs> yeah. It's such a, it's such a strange, like, even when I think about it, 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 it would almost be not impossible obviously because people can do it, but I would really struggle to play alternate shot because you only hit, when you're out there for five hours and you swing 30, you don't even swing 30 times. You probably swing 18 times, 19 to, oh, I don't know, whatever. And then you putt nine times and that's it or 10 or 12 or whatever. It's very strange. And so to go shoot 63, I mean, there was some, it's not a hard course. There were some good scores out there, but 63 is just a, that's a joke. Like that's really impressive. It's a joke. They shot up the leaderboard. They are, uh, I'm, I'm assuming they are the betting favorites. They are. We'll see how that uh, translates throughout the day. They are still though, not in the lead because that honor uh, goes to Wyndham Clark and Bo Hostler at the moment. They are in at 16 under par after following up their 61 on Thursday with a 67 on Friday. I think KP, the most interesting uh, part about this week, cause we talk about it all the time is, you know, when a guy who doesn't have a win yet, when they get yeah. the heat of the battle, when, when they have an elite guy trying to chase them down, how are they going to react? Well, here's two guys with no wins being chased down by a couple of lions in Xander and Cantlay and everybody else. This is, this is going to be interesting how they respond on the weekend. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. I think especially on Sunday, right? Because that's, uh, they don't flip it, right? It's, it's alternate shot on Sunday. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to be really interesting because I think, it's even harder to maintain, you know, a lead or something like this when you're doing all, I mean, alternate shot is just such a different thing that it, to me, that would be extraordinarily difficult if you're trying to get your first win and you've got can't land Xander kind of trying to run you down. But I mean, this is impressive. Bogey free 34, 33. This is my one and done pick. So I'm delighted by this. Nice. Yeah. I think Patrick and I uh, both had them. 
so, I mean, when when Clark's playing really, he's been playing very, very good golf. I, I, I've actually been. Bo Hostler's career is interesting, right? Because he was really, really good as an amateur and excellent at Texas, and he's been solid as a as a pro. I mean, you don't keep your tour card for however many years he's had it, three, four, five years, unless you're solid. But him and Scotty Scheffler, we talked about this on Tuesday, him and Scotty Scheffler have gone in like opposite directions, right? And, you know, it would be, to me, it'd be pretty cool to have, to see Wyndham Clark and, and Hostler get their, get their first one, even if it's not, you know, maybe the way that they envisioned it when they were, when they were uh, amateurs or, or playing in college. At this point, they will take it for yes. sure uh, at this point of their career. Now the, the, the teams that are lining up behind KP is very much reminiscent of any Zurich classic, right? You get a, yes. you kind of get this mishmash of like who's playing with who and they're doing what. So, so just to rattle off a couple of these, you can take this any direction you want. 14 under right now uh, and done. Martin Trainer and Chad Ramey, in. Uh, yeah. Sean O'Hare, Brandon Matthews, they're in. Still out on the golf course, Doc Redman and Sam Ryder. Still out on the golf course, Nick Hardy and Davis Riley. And then if you go to the 13s, uh, we get even deeper into this with like Vincent Norman and Matthias Schwab. Uh, we That's got sicko stuff. Henrik Henrik Norlander and Luke List. I mean, this is this is what you get in this event sometimes. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it does give you, I think, better perspective on. And I try to talk about this often. Like, you don't understand how good Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson and all these guys are because you don't really understand how good Chad Ramey is, you know? And, and I think events like this really shine a light on that where you're like, man, Martin Trainer and Chad Ramey, like, what? You know, uh, and they go out, shoot 63, 67. You're like, oh, they're so good. Like, they're really good at golf. And they get just blasted every week by these by these stars, by the top players. Um, I think out of that group that you mentioned, Nick Hardy and Davis Riley are probably the most interesting just because they're the youngest uh, Doc Redman and Sam Ryder are pretty young, but I think Hardy and Riley are the, they, they probably have the most upside out of that entire crew. Uh, Brandon Matthews pretty young also, I think, but I think they're the, they're the most intriguing. They still have, Oh wow. They're six under through 11. Yeah. So they are actually like, uh, yeah, they're going very, very low right now. They just made par on 11, which is the par five, but they, they've got some, they've got some opportunities uh, coming in to post something really good. Yeah, they also went out in 30, but they did it on the more difficult side of the golf course, right? Uh, mo- most most of the low scores, I mean, the backside, I think, is just easier than the front, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So that's interesting. They could they could be at or, or, uh, or near the lead at, at the end of the day. A couple of notables uh, here before we move on. Still out on the golf course, they're 13 under. So that is as of right now, three shots off the lead. They've got a couple holes to play. Keith Mitchell and Sung J M. I saw uh Keith Mitchell hoop a long putt. When Keith Mitchell starts hooping long putts in this group, they're gonna be doing really well. But these two have meshed very, very quickly. Uh they're finding common ground. I don't know if it's common ground, but uh Keith is teaching Sung Jay about Georgia football. I'm not sure what Sung Jay is teaching Keith about, maybe a little Korean, but th- yeah. these two are gelling at the moment. Yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who can say, uh, 
I, they're fun. Like they're fun to root for. I think they'll be easy to root for. There's a lot of fun groups to root for. Justin Saw and Sahith. Um, you know, some of the groups that we've already mentioned. Some who who in our one and done had uh, Taylor Montgomery and Kurt Kitayama. I'll find out for you. Somebody did. I, I can't remember who, but they're right there at 13 under, or I guess 12 under as well. There you go. Here we oh, go. Uh, the Kyle M. The illustrious Kyle M, the magic man. Uh, so we had one Kitayama and Taylor Montgomery. We had a bunch of Burns and Horschel. They're currently T15. Yeah, they're still they're still playing right now. You had Sung Jay and and uh, Keith Mitchell. So that's looking pretty good almost halfway through i'll take it and then patrick and i are looking even better that's right clark when did when did the when did pjtour.com start putting odds on their page Uh, about a year ago um no like on the leaderboard no that was with uh i'll tell you what it was it was phoenix because that is when they they went to the new site Gotcha. It I, used to have, sorry, it used to have a tab that you could go to and see the odds, but now that was probably right. a year ago. And now, yeah. now, uh, when they changed the website, that was, I remember because we were in the hotel in Phoenix, and I was like, "Holy crap!" They just redid the site. Um, yeah. that that's when they did this. I'd never use PJTour.com because I just use Shotlink because it's more, it's the same thing. It's just probably more informative for what we're doing. Um, so that that's pretty interesting to see. I had not seen it uh seen it on there but uh what yeah sorry i got kids running around all that's over okay. the place here that's uh, all right they're watching do you ever watch uh zach king what is that no i've never he's kind of, of like a. he does like magic tricks and stuff but like not it sounds like he doesn't pull rabbits out of hats he does like um almost uh movie like matt like like how how movies are made but he does that magic for kids on youtube it's very cool zach oh i've oh i know him I know yeah him. he's great yeah i've seen him like you know he'll hold up like a like a like a piece of paper or something it looks like and then he like jumps into it or yeah yeah yes, yeah, yes. Movie, movie magic essentially yeah he'll, he'll do the one where he's on like a hoverboard but he's got a mirror in front of him and mm-hmm. so it, it's hiding it looks like he's floating yeah it's 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 pretty yeah. cool stuff. I, I recognize him. Yeah, yeah, he's, I, I he's very good. His, I didn't know that was his name. Um, the brothers, the boys, the Fitzpatricks are stuck in neutral at the moment. They went out in thirty-six. That's even par. They have made one birdie. They have made one bogey. They have played even par on every other hole. They are currently within the cut line, which is going to be T thirty-three and ties. They're in uh, T twenty-four, but this is not the necessarily the round that they wanted to. It's not going to be super detrimental, I suppose, if they can get. One or two coming in, but they're kind of just floating out there. Yeah, I mean, I think what this highlights is just the reality that you have to be, you have to go pretty low every day, right? If if 25 under, 27 under, 29 under is going to win the golf tournament, you can't shoot 72 one day. I mean, you can, you're probably not going to win, you know? So I, I think... I don't have a ton of takes on it other than it really highlights the fact that you got to go like 62, 66, 61, 68, you know, to win the tournament, which is crazy. I mean, it's again, not a super difficult course, but that's pretty wild to, to put together four rounds like that together as a team. 
The big team that is currently outside the cut line with five to go is Colin Morikawa and Max Homa. Second shortest odds to win this week. They are two under in this alternate shot format here on Friday. They're currently in a tie for 37th. They're going to have a birdie putt on 14, but they've, they've got to do, they got to do something here. I'm not sure the eight unders are safe. I think, I think nine under is where they, where they'd much prefer to be. Yeah. A lot of time left, but I think, you know, I think we were all kind of on this on Tuesday of like, eh, I don't know, you know, like it just didn't. And I don't really know what the reason, cause I'm more bullish on Morikawa than I think most people are right now. Homa struggled over the last, what since the players i guess yeah, he hasn't, like three starts or so yeah he hasn't been great um but yeah i think i think all five or all four of us on tuesday were just like yeah it doesn't it didn't add up the same way that can't and xander did and i don't totally know there i mean they could come back and win this tournament for all we know but I guess them being T37 is not crazy surprising to me based on how we sort of talked about them on Tuesday. Yeah, still plenty of time to get themselves into the weekend, but a little bit of work to do. We will assess those odds that are now on the PGATour.com leaderboard. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law so I've got this ad read here that goes something like this weekend on CBS, the PGA tour heads to the big easy with a unique team format taking center stage. And then it says a field, including Morikawa, Homa and Shoffley tee it up. We might want to hold off on that ad read until they make the cuts possible that this, I could change this ad to say Cantley, Shoffley, Wyndham Clark and Bo Hostler will tee it up. Live coverage begins Saturday and Sunday at 3 Eastern on CBS. Well, we got to get Sammy Burns some love. Sammy Burns is top 15 player in the world. I feel like he just gets constantly overlooked. He's like he's like JT was to Spieth six years ago. But who, is Sam, but who is Sam Burns? Who is the who is the Spieth to Sam Burns? Scheffler. Oh, yeah, obviously that makes sense. Yeah, like, and I think it, it, now it's hard to re, to to think back on. But when speed, by the way, there's no podcast that I won't bring Speeth into. But when Speeth was winning, you know, two majors, five wins, whatever, JT was kind of the forgotten man. Like he was sort of not discarded, but it was like, oh yeah, well JT, oh yeah, JT was good in college. And you're like, no, wait, this dude is gonna be like, he's still very, very good. Um, so it just, 
I don't know. Sometimes those friendships get weird in terms of the way they're interpreted by the general public. Uh, certainly, indeed. Speaking of the general public, let's see what the odds makers have given the general public in terms of odds. There we go. No surprise. Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, your favorites to win the Zurich Classic at the almost halfway point, plus 240. Clark and Hostler holding strong, 4-1, to one, and then a chase pack of Keith Mitchell and Sung J.M. at 8-1. to one. I'm just picking out some notables here. Burns and Horschel at 18-1. to one. Kurt Kitayama, Taylor Montgomery, 25 to 1. Any Friday sprinkles you'd like to take a little action on? Well, I don't know. I think, I, I mean, it, it does look like Xander and Cantley are going to win again. But <laughs> I think Burns and Horschel are interesting here because they still have three holes left. They have the par five at the end. They could get it to 13, and then all of a sudden they're – more like 12 to one or, you know, something like that. So I, I, that to me is probably the most interesting on here uh, because there's some, you know, real star power there. Uh, I, I would probably, I'd probably prefer uh, Sung Jay and Keith Mitchell to Wyndham and Bo Hossler at eight. I mean, just at those numbers. Yeah. These are not super bettable. Uh, I, I think that one, the M and Mitchell, they're two, two, higher end talent players in this field who are playing well at eight to one, a couple shots back. I, I think that's the only bet on this board you could make. Like I love Lipsky and Rye. I loved them before the tournament. I just don't think they're going to win. Like, I think they're going to be around all week, but I don't think they're going to win. It feels like, it feels like we are getting a Xander can't lay buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you'll get some guys that hang in and, and, uh, and roll with them like Clark and Hossler or, Sung Jay and Keith Mitchell, or even uh, Sam Burns and Horschel, but it does feel a little bit like Vince Carter.gif. You could send it now if you want. No, no, it's that'd be aggressive. You, I got to save the aggressive ones for the biggest events. I can't be sending one on like Friday afternoon of the Zero Classic. It's funny you say that because like, okay, because like, you know, like we'll do like write-ups and stuff for like golf diet, like who's going to win. And like, I know I, it's so stupid, but like when it's the Masters, I'm like, should I be more aggressive or should I be, should I just pick like Scotty Scheffler, right? Like I know more eyeballs are going to be on it. Like it's, it's weird. I like that you said you save the most aggressive ones for the biggest events, which feels yeah. counterintuitive a bit. Well, yeah, but you also want the most amount of people seeing like your thing. Like if your thing is, I don't even know what, what is your thing as it relates to picking I, guys? I don't know. I don't like know. What ball striking. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just call it ball striking. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, uh, Max Homa is going to win the PGA championship and here's why. Yeah. And you go through your whole bit. It's not a bit. You go through your whole like reasoning, which is very sound, but a little counterintuitive. Then I think that's more important that a lot of people see it at that right. moment. Like what you're known for, what you're good at, even if the pick isn't, like as safe, if that makes sense. I think that's right. And it's, and, and there's no, right. There's also no benefit to like when Scotty Scheffler is on putt three of four in the match, you being like, it's over. Like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seth Davis <laughs> does this in basketball. He does the Sharpie thing, Yeah, but he won't do it until it's guaranteed. And you're like, 
I mean, congratulations on your success. Like what you, it's all, it's like, uh, it's like Joe Lenardi picking the, the bracketology. Mm -hmm. Like he always gets 61. Correct. And you're like, well, yeah. Like everybody knew those 61. (laughs) Right. It was like the last three we needed. Like you, you you missed the three that matter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a thrill to it. There's a, there, it's a there's performance art to it. Well, of course there is. Okay. Well, we will be uh, performing again about this time tomorrow on Saturday after round three of the Zurich Classic and, of course, on round uh, four, which will be uh, ideally Sunday, uh, for the Zurich Classic. And we'll have a couple of new champions on the PGA Tour. For now, big thanks. Producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Kyle Porter. You can find him at Kyle Porter CBS, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.